You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Hello and welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi, as promised. Natalie Meeks, Director of Public Works for the City of Anaheim, is sitting here in the studio. And we're going to be talking about ARCTIC, which I told you before the break what that stands for. But believe me, I'll mention it again. But before we do that, I just want to let you know that our audience demographic is 98% business owners and executives who listen to learn from the experiences of our guests. If your firm is interested in reaching this targeted demographic, then advertising on the radio show is the answer. Each month, our sponsors gain valuable exposure through their support of the program. And with our unique and exclusive prospect engagement program, Critical Mass Radio Show delivers 24 warm prospects to each of our platinum advertisers. If you'd like to learn more about that exciting program, contact Rose Chamora, 951-515-4661. Okay, Natalie Meeks, Director of Public Works for the City of Anaheim. Tell me about, and I'll give it out, Arctic, which is Anaheim Regional Transportation Intermodal Center. What is that? Arctic is our transportation center. It just opened this week, and it is a intermodal center that brings all the transportation uses together. So we've got rail, we've got rubber tire to number of bus services, we've got taxis, we've got a regional bike trail, we've got pedestrian uses. It's in the heart of Orange County, right here in the city of Anaheim, located between the Honda Center and Angel Stadium, just about three miles east of Disneyland and our Anaheim Convention Center. It is Orange County's Grand Central Station. Um, But more than that, it's also a gathering place for the community. It's a place that has retail and amenities. It's got free Wi-Fi and a place where people can gather and, uh, you know, wait for a train or, or just meet somebody for a drink or something like that. So it's it's a great asset to the community and a transportation asset for the county. Many of us who have driven through, um, driven that area on the 57 near Angel Stadium and, and south of um, uh, where the Ducks play, uh, Honda Center, have been, have been watching the construction of this interesting-looking building off to the right if you're going north and the left if you're coming south, I think, if my math is, my directions are correct. Um, what problem? does Arctic solve? Arctic is one of the transportation solutions that we need for the future. We can't continue to just build freeways, so we need to give people options, and Arctic provides a transportation, seamless transportation connection between our rail services, the Losan Corridor, which is the second, second busiest rail corridor in the nation, and then your final destination. So we are with have like 51,000 jobs right within the Arctic area, within five miles. We have over 25 million visitors a year to that area. This makes a seamless connection with these other transit services so people can get to their final destination. And when we get them using rail, we get them off the freeway. So that not only relieves today's congestion and future congestion, but keeps us from spending the millions of dollars that it takes to continue to widen our freeways. Okay, so... you. Uh, the, the word intermodal, intermodal, is a part of the name of Arctic. And maybe for people who have tried to use rail in the past, they found that it, it's a bit, it has been a bit disconnected from just what do you do when you're not on the train? Like, how do you get there and what do you do when you get off the train to get to the final destination? How does Arctic here in Orange County address that? That is one of the biggest challenges of using rail. And um, Arctic makes those connections seamless. The the buses, the taxis, the shuttles, the um, 
excuse me, the station vans, they're all right there, steps away from the platform, easy connections, all the signage is uh, together so that you can find your way easily, and that hasn't been possible as much in the, the old station and things. So this really helps do that. Excellent. So we're talking with Natalie Meeks. She's Director of Public Works for the City of Anaheim. We're talking about Arctic. It's it's going to have a big event here uh, later in the week. So if you're lucky enough to be listening live to us here on octalkradio.net, boy, do we have some something to tell you about that's going to be happening in just two short days. But before we get there, Natalie, was it always predestined that Anaheim was going to be the home for Arctic? Or was there a discussion within the county about maybe other locations to put something like this? Arctic is actually a, initially a concept from, that came from Anaheim about 20 years ago. And because we do have transportation challenges with all of our event centers there, our local streets um, become quite gridlocked in certain periods of the day or time when events are going on. So we needed to look to our future and what rail could do to help us solve that problem. So Arctic is a concept that's been around for 20 years. As uh, it became... Um, more of a reality and the funding got to put in place. There were some discussions about whether or not Anaheim was the right place for it, but Anaheim is the heart of Orange County. Um, It is one of the busiest transit usage areas in the city. Both Anaheim and Santa Ana have high transit usage already, so it was a proper place to put this. Is Because um, I will not debate the fact it's the heart of Orange County from the perspective that if I think of where the attractions are in Orange County, that people would logically use rail to get to and from the sports centers that are there, the entertainment centers, the amusement parks. It seems to me to be very logical that the density of traffic kind of resides there in Anaheim, very near where you've put the intermodal area. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. Not only our visitors and attractions, but also the jobs that support those. I mean, like I said, 51,000 jobs right there um, supporting those attractions When you say 51,000 jobs, you're saying people that go to work during the day, 51,000 of them are in that immediate area of Arctic. That's correct. So they're log- they may not live in the immediate area of Arctic, so they might be the very logical constituents for this rail system. Yeah, the important thing is that it's both a, a destination center and then a jumping off part for people that may um, work in LA. So we do have a lot of people that live in the area that'll come here and go to their jobs, but also we want to attract people that live in other areas and are coming to work here. So it's it's a train station for both services. Okay, so um, we have about two minutes left before our next commercial break. I'm talking with Natalie Meeks. She's Director of Public Works for the wonderful city, the heart of Orange County, the city of Anaheim. Let's talk about the event that you invited me to go to on December uh, on December 8th, which was the ribbon cutting. Just for those that were not lucky enough to be there, what happened on that day? Well, December 8th was our ribbon cutting and dedication of the building, and we've put it into service now. You can go there and, and catch the services. Uh, so it was it was kind of the initial ribbon cutting, opening it up, letting people come and see it. Um, all the politicians were all there, the politicians were there. Getting photos taken, yes. kissing babies, all that <laughs> stuff that we, we know that they do. They were there, yes. Okay. Uh, it was an exciting event. We've worked really hard to get this uh, completed, and we were excited to show it off to people. Any idea of how many people showed up? Uh, mean, there was about 800 people there. 800 people? Yeah. Okay. So that's a that's uh, that's a pretty exciting time. I um, tweeted out a picture and put it on my LinkedIn. It was yeah, It's a beautiful building and structure. And could we talk a little bit about the materials that went into making that and a little bit about its you know the engineering behind the facility as well? Absolutely. So let's do that after the break. How does that, Natalie Meeks? So okay. you're listening to Critical Mass Radio Show. I'm your host, Rick Franzi. Natalie Meeks, Director of Public Works for the City of Anaheim, is our guest. We'll be back to talk more about... Arctic after these words from our commercial sponsors. 
When it comes to pioneers in their respective industries, we all know the Apples, Starbucks, and Trader Joe's of the world. In the realm of recruiting, Decision Toolbox is the industry's best-kept secret. With 90% of their business from referrals and repeat customers, for over 20 years, Decision Toolbox's U.S.-based team of recruiters, sourcers, professional writers, quality personnel, and tech support has perfected a Six Sigma approach to talent management. No matter the size of the project, Decision Toolbox delivers incredible results. A cost per hire less than half of what contingency firms charge. With the winning candidate presented in an average of 14 days. All with a 12-month candidate warranty. With results like that, Decision Toolbox won't be a secret for long. Visit us at www.dtoolbox.com for more information. Over 73% of consumer packaged goods and retail products fail miserably within their first year. Why? Because they find themselves in the pit of unawareness. You don't want to go there. Call me and I'll make sure that your packaging gets noticed. You know how I know? Because I'm the founder and creative director of MBN Design. We're one of Orange County's most established and trusted design firms. With over 20 years of experience, I can ensure that your brand will always stay new. Ask me how our packaging sold millions in months or see for yourself other success stories on our website at www.mbndesign.com. We're MBN because we're making brands new. Call 714-458-8701 and talk to me, Hector Garcia. That's myself. 714-458-8701. I'll be waiting for your call. SNH Rubber is a manufacturing company in Fullerton, California. We specialize in custom molded, extruded, and stamped rubber parts. If your next job requires a rubber part, we would appreciate the opportunity to quote on it. We serve aerospace, automotive, and many other industries. We work with many types of rubber, including silicone, EPDM, neoprene, buninitrile, and viton. Our quality system is ISO and AS9100 approved. Over our 47 years in business, the SNH brand has become known for superior quality, quick turnaround, and competitive pricing. Please check out our website at www.shrubber.com or call 714-525-0277. Let SNH be your ceiling solution. And welcome back to Critical Mass Radio Show. I am your host, Rick Franzi. Natalie Meeks, Director of Public Works for the City of Anaheim, is our guest for this uh, segment. I'd like to thank and acknowledge our listeners who download the radio show as a podcast. You've downloaded over 18,000 episodes during the last 30 days. We here at the program appreciate your continued and growing support. All of our shows can be heard live on octalkradio.net or rebroadcast anytime from Apple iTunes, Stitcher.com, Spreaker.com for your European audience, as well as hundreds of businesses' websites whose CEO has been on our radio show and the company has put the player so that you can hear their interview on their website. If you'd like to listen to us, just go to your podcasting software, type in Critical Mass Radio Show, and then you'll get our updates three times a week. We do three shows here on OC Talk Radio every week. All right, so let's talk about the actual physical facility. It's a beautiful structure. It was interesting to watch get built because I drove by it countless times. So tell me a little bit about the engineering and the science that went into building this. That's a great project, and we had um, 
three basic priorities as we started this project. And, of course, the first was function, which we talked about. But we also wanted the building to be iconic because we wanted to draw attention to transit. Orange County doesn't pay much attention to transit. Uh, a lot of people don't even know the types of services that are available. And, and so we needed something that grabbed people's attention. And okay. so this iconic structure was meant to do that. And then the other, another priority was to have it lead platinum, which is the highest level of sustainability um, certification that a building can get. And that goes along with transit. We we're looking for a vision of a sustainable future. And so as we went out to build this project, we wanted it to represent that sustainable future and that vision. And so it does have some really incredible, innovative uh, features built into it. And probably the most visible is the roof structure. And it's built uh, with a steel structure and a shell of what they call ETFE material. It's a, a polymer-infused type of plastic almost. I love it when you talk technical on yeah. the radio show, <laughs> Natalie Meeks. And it's made in pillows. If you, The wow. non-technical term is pillows. Yeah, it looks like pillows. And, and it is. Uh, it's filled with air, which is a great insulator. Wow. But it also lets in too. a very lightweight, so it reduced the steel structure that okay. supports it. So it was economical. And it uh, lets natural light in, which in any room, you, when you have natural light, it's just a, a better feeling. Right. And it has uh, reflection, reflective dots on it that keeps out the radiant heat, but lets in this beautiful natural light, which also reduces our electrical use during the day as we'd make use of that natural light in the building. Right. And then at night, it's lit with LED lights that can change colors Uh-oh. and glow from the outside. So it, it really is uh, a beautiful building right. both day and night. It also has other sustainable features in it um, because it's such a tall structure. You really only occupy the the bottom eight feet or so where the people are. And so Uh the heating and cooling comes from the floor with cooled and heated water circulating underneath the floor. And you only condition that space, which, of course, saves tremendously in our energy use and our conditioning of the space. It also has louvers in the front and the back of the building that open and close automatically based on the weather and temperature conditions. And the building is designed in a shape that um, allows for these natural flows to go mm. through the building. So it's, it's got all these great features built into it. It has rainwater capture. It's got recycled water use. It's got the drought-tolerant landscaping. It does have solar panels. It, it's just this wonderful, innovative building that people need to come out and see and experience and, and understand it, not just look at the beauty of it, but really understand what it can do for the future. That's a very... Uh very detailed description of the building, and having been had, I had the pleasure to walk through it on December the eighth, and it is very airy and very open, and the natural lighting. It just, it's it's a very it's and it's brand new. Brand new stuff is just cool, right? All everything's new and nice, and you know, uh, I, I kind of described it as Orange County's Grand Central Station, right. and and it is Orange County's Grand Central Station because it is big and it's got a kind of like shape like that, but it's ours because it's sunshine and it's airy and it's you know <laughs> it's not dark and small, and, <laughs> yes, and it's beautiful and it's you know it, it represents what Orange County is exactly, and it is uh, a marvel to behold, and um, and I'm. I'd love. I can't wait to see it at night, right? Because it, so, it sounds like you're saying if you drive by it as well at night, you might be able to see the LEDs that light up a oh, little bit absolutely. below the ceiling, the roof. Yeah, 
It's orange for Ducks games, and well, look it'll at be that. red for Angels games. Better be red for the Angels games. It'll be red for Angels games. I love that. Wow, how fun is that? Natalie Meeks is our guest here on Critical Mass Radio Show. She's the director of public works for the wonderful city of Anaheim. All right, I wouldn't do this interview justice if I didn't ask you to talk a little bit about what you have planned for this coming Saturday. So, again, if you're listening to this live, or maybe you've picked this up on Friday as a podcast on iTunes or something, and you have some time or can make some time on Saturday... What's going on at Arctic? Saturday is our public grand opening celebration. So it's going to be a lot more fun than the ribbon cutting with all the politicians. This is for the people. This is to get people out there. There'll be bands and activities and booths. And all the uh, designers for the building will be out there so you can really learn about the building and how it was built and the features of it. We'll have prizes. We'll have, you know. Oh, giveaways and it'll be a great day to come out there'll be kids activities it's for the whole family we want to get the people out there not only learning about the transportation services it provides but learning about the sustainable features of the building and just experiencing and knowing it's there for the community and, and it's there for them to enjoy and to use I, um what time it's nine thirty to 3 on saturday so come by any part of the day Nine thirty in the morning to three o'clock in the afternoon yes how's the parking how did you guys handle deciding how i mean is par- I parked there so I can know the answer, but Natalie, what's the parking like at Arctic? There are three separate parking lots, um, and we have over a 1,000 parking spaces to serve our uh, transit needs and our special event needs. So if if uh, I would think if a young family wants to come out and expose their children to this new, uh, my, my wife's a, a science teacher in sixth grade, I would think this is a great thing for students to learn about. I mean, this is the latest public works project in Orange County of this magnitude, and it sounds like using all the latest building techniques. So it's really a showcase, isn't it? It absolutely is, and we'll continue to use it as that and do tours and educational things. We're actually having educational videos made about the sustainable components of it. So we do want this to be a showcase, and we want to continue to share it with the community and and teach people about what uh, you can do in the future. Right, because, you know, when you said we here in Southern California are not that familiar with the the concept of mass transit or transit, and you're absolutely right. I think we think of transit as uh, how long is the wait on on the freeway, right? Is there a lot of traffic? So the idea that you can actually get from here to Santa Barbara, to yes. L.A., to yeah. points north in San Diego by going to Arctic and have a pleasure doing it, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. You can uh, you know sit and relax rather than sitting in traffic on your way to San Diego or the beach or whatever those destinations are. You really need to try it, and that's what we're trying to get people out, get their attention, come out and check it out. So we're going to have buses people can the kids can walk on and kind of get a feel of this is what it feels like we're gonna you know have those different services available and people to help you find your route and and how it all works right because this in addition to serving a need this could also be be the beginning of a philosophical change in some way for how we in this southern california region view transportation absolutely yeah i've heard a study that uh, said that young people would rather give up their cars than their phones. And so, um, you know, this is playing into that next generation. This is built for not only today, but the future. Right. And and how people will provide mobility in the future. Any sense for how long these public works projects are supposed to have? What's the useful life of Arctic? I mean, how long do we think that will be there and be a viable uh, public works project? We designed Arctic for the next 50 years. Okay. So, you know, certainly it'll expand and take on new transportation services as those are developed over the next 50 years. What kind of capacity are you expecting this to create? I mean, how much ridership, what's the throughput of the place? 
Initially, we're expecting about eight to 10,000 riders a day, but it's designed to handle up to 50,000 riders a day as we continue 50, to grow 000. transportation services. Wouldn't that be an amazing day in Southern California when 50,000 people actually used mass transit to get places? That's what we need to provide the services for because our population will continue to grow. Right. And you can come from the Inland Empire, right? And yes. You, I mean, this this is all points uh, north, south, and east. I don't know how much west, right, <laughs> since we're pretty close to the coast. But we have about two minutes left here on Critical Mass Radio Show. We're talking about Arctic, and we're talking about Arctic with Natalie Meeks, who's Director of Public Works for the City of Anaheim. Okay, let's say um, someone's so excited that they, they can't wait for Saturday to come. They want to go online and learn more about Arctic. Arctic. Can you tell them how to find it online? Yes, we have lots of information at arcticinfo.com. So that's arcticinfo, all one word, dot com. And if I wasn't sure how to spell Arctic, how would I spell it? A-R-T-I-C. Did you have a hand in naming it? Was that was that your creation? That was, you're, the, you're the brain trust behind that. That was not my creation. And like I said, this uh, concept's been around for 20 years. Um, so it was not my creation, but, but it's kind of stuck. <laughs> and it's a good name. So yeah. is that true? final question usually that's my last question but you you said 20 years a couple times and i think boy for a ceo of a middle market company 20 years seems like a lifetime Uh, is that typical for a public works project of this magnitude to take about that amount of time to get to fruition sometimes yes i mean especially innovative ones like this you know i i would say that a standard freeway project or something probably 10 years okay by the time you get through environmental and construction and everything but this this was really innovative we we needed to tell people about the vision and teach people about the vision and, and get people to understand what we were trying to accomplish. How long did the actual construction project take? It took a little over two years. A little over two years. What was there before you put Arctic there? I don't even know. <laughs> there I mean, was a uh, county maintenance yard there. Okay, so it was easy to replace that then. Yeah. Right? It this was, is a better use for that land. Absolutely. Well, I have to thank you for being fun to talk with. You, you're such an in, This was such an enjoyable interview for me. Thank you for being a friend of the program, a part of the Critical Mass community. This is a great project, ladies and gentlemen. And even if you're listening to this as a podcast and it's after this coming Saturday, you've got to go and see this place to appreciate it. It is fantastic and worth an hour of time just walking around and getting a sense for it and maybe even figuring out how you might use mass transit in the future. Thank Absolutely. you. Thank you for being a friend of the program. Thank you, Rick. Thanks for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to wrap up this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show. I want to thank our advertisers, Brandman University, Center Club, Commercial Bank of California, Decision Toolbox, MBN Design, Smart Business Magazine, SNH Rubber, Succession Strategies, Tone Software, and UPS Protection. If you'd like to connect with me on LinkedIn, I'm Richard Franzi. My Twitter handle is CEO Peer Groups. And again, if you'd like to listen to our radio show as a podcast, type in your podcasting software, Critical Mass Radio Show. To learn more about my firm, Critical Mass for Business, type that in, criticalmass4business.com. This is your host, Rick Franzi, saying until the next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your firm in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show. Focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi. 